Before we dive into today's episode, I want to tell you about a free three-act worksheet to help you structure your story. Whether you're a plotter or a pantser, a novelist or short fiction writer, this three-act worksheet will help you navigate your material and even begin each new story with a better plan. Download yours at nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. Stop getting stuck in the middle of your draft. Go grab this free worksheet, nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. Self-publishing is a major time and financial investment. It's like running your own business. You have to spend money to make money. And that usually means paying for editors, paying for a cover designer, someone to format your book, and paying for the marketing and promotions. Writer Unleashed is for you, a writer who has a story you want to bring onto the page and into the hearts and minds of readers. I'm Nancy Pinuccio, writer, editor, and writing coach. And each week, we'll explore techniques, mindsets, and inspiration for writing stories readers can't put down. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's begin. Should you self-publish or traditionally publish? In this episode, I'm going to cover the pros and cons of both so that you can make an informed decision when it comes time to publish your book. We'll cover the barrier to entry, the costs in both time and money, royalties, and what to expect in income potential. So let's get to it. The publishing landscape has changed tremendously in the last 30 years, mainly thanks to Amazon. Amazon made buying books accessible with just one click. And then there were Kindle books and audiobooks through Audible that threatened many mom and pop bookstores. And then came Kindle Direct Publishing, KDP, which allows you to publish both ebooks and print books. Overall, Amazon's store contains over 32.8 million published titles, and self-published books account for 31% of Amazon's ebook sales. So the digital revolution has completely transformed the publishing landscape. According to research by Words Rated, 30 to 34% of all ebooks sold are self-published. 300 million self-published books are sold each year. The global publishing market is expected to grow at 1% per year, whereas the self-publishing market is expected to grow at 17%. And the number of self-published books has increased by 264%. Okay, so let's get to the brass tacks. 
let's compare the pros and cons of self-publishing and traditional publishing. Number one is the barrier to entry. Kindle Direct Publishing is free and easy. So KDP allows you to publish eBooks, Kindle, and print books, paperback and hardcover. Now, anyone 18 and over with an internet connection can self-publish. It's just that not everyone can do it right. There's a lot of examples out there of poorly edited books, poorly written books with bad cover designs and very little, if any, marketing behind them. And they wind up with zero sales. So although the barrier to entry is lower for self-published books, sometimes so is the quality of the books. With traditional publishing, the barrier to entry is much higher. Traditional book publishing is when a publisher offers the author a contract and in turn prints, publishes, and sells your book through booksellers like Barnes & Noble and other retailers. So the publisher essentially buys the right to publish your book and pays you royalties from those sales. So when I'm talking about traditional publishers, I'm talking about the big five, Penguin Random House, Hatchet, HarperCollins, Macmillan, Simon & Schuster. Now there are many more steps involved in traditional publishing. If you want to publish traditionally, most writers will need to get an agent. And in order to find an agent, you'll need to do a lot of research and identify the right agent for your writing. If you're a nonfiction writer, for example, if you're writing a business book or how to revise a novel, for example, you'll need to submit a book proposal with three sample chapters and a synopsis of each chapter. But if you're writing fiction or memoir, you must have your manuscript complete before you query an agent. The query is a condensed form of a proposal. It's a letter you send to potential agents, and it includes the title of your book. It has a hook, a synopsis, and it includes book titles in the marketplace that your book is comparable to and a short bio. Once an agent accepts your manuscript, he or she will pitch your work to editors. They'll negotiate book deals and really act as the liaison between you and the publisher. So agents focus mainly on the business side of publishing. Now there's a lot of competition. Just because an agent pitches to a particular publisher doesn't mean you're going to get the deal. You might get denied. For example, J.K. Rowling got turned down by 12 publishers before she found a home for Harry Potter. Now, it's said that the odds of an author getting their work published traditionally is between 1 and 2%. But don't despair by this low number, because more than 95% of manuscripts that publishers and agents receive are far below the level of the standard they want. So don't let those numbers scare you. Now, part of the barrier to entry has to do with time. 
With traditional publishers, from the time you sign the contract, which your agent will negotiate for you, it could take up to two years before your book's release. As a self-published author, once you've submitted your book for publication, it takes three to 10 business days for your book to go live on Amazon. It goes through a review process, but it's quick and easy. So the barrier to entry is much, much lower with self-published books. Okay, on to number two. Let's talk about costs. With traditional publishing, your costs will be minimal. Now you may invest in an editor or a book coach or a writing workshop to build the skills to get your book in the best version possible before you query agents. But once your manuscript is accepted by the publisher, they will be handling the developmental editing, the copy editing, the proofreading, the book formatting, cover design, marketing, promotion, and the distribution to major bookstores and libraries. They'll format your book for paperback, hardcover, and Kindle. Now, you never have to pay upfront for a legitimate publisher or agent. You will have to do some of the marketing and promotion on your own, though. For example, doing book reading tours or having a website or social media platform to sell your book. But you don't have all of the financial burden. With self-publishing, you shoulder all of those costs. Self-publishing is a major time and financial investment. It's like running your own business. You have to spend money to make money. And that usually means paying for editors, paying for a cover designer, someone to format your book, and paying for the marketing and promotions. The biggest and most important important investment you'll make is with editing, especially developmental editing and line editing. And you may want to start with a manuscript evaluation or book coach before you invest in a developmental editor. Now for more on editing, listen to episodes 98 and 138. 98, should you hire an editor? And 138, what kind of editor do you need? I'll link in the show notes. Okay, so let's break down the costs. Editing, let's say a 60,000 word book can cost you between $2,500 and $3,500 and sometimes more. Book cover design can cost anywhere from $300 to $800. And yes, we do judge books by their cover. It's the first thing your reader will see. And I've seen way too many book covers from self-published authors that are mediocre at best, and they just scream amateur. So unless you have design skills, hire this out. Try 99designs.com. I'll link in the show notes. And then we have book formatting, and this can range between $250 to $1,000, depending on your book. And then there's the marketing and promotion. This is time and money. You might want to invest in website design and hosting. Hosting can be as little as $16 a month. 
you might want to include an email service provider like ConvertKit to capture emails and build your audience. That could be $30 a month. You might want to run Facebook and Instagram ads. Now, these days especially, these ads are insanely expensive, depending on how much reach and frequency you want. For example, if you want to reach 200,000 people in your target audience, that will require a bigger budget. It may be $5 a day or $10 a day and up. And with Facebook and Instagram ads, there's an art to it. And there's technology. They're complicated to set up and you need to be a good copywriter to get results and get your money's worth. And copywriting is a different skill than writing a book. And it takes time to learn. So you may want to hire this out, but expect to pay 30 to 40 bucks an hour for someone to create ads in addition to the cost of advertising. But you can't just hang up your shingle, and expect readers to flock to your book. You need to market and promote it. That requires time, skill, and money. Okay, on to number three, royalties. Amazon pays $520 million in royalties to self-published authors each year. So KDP pays up to 70% royalties for books between $2.99 and $9.99. It pays 35% if it's below $2.99 or above $9.99. But when you factor in all the expenses you incur as a self-published author, it's going to take you time to see any profit, assuming you make significant sales. Traditionally, published authors make 10 to 15% royalty per book sold, but their books are typically at a higher price point, and they usually sell more books because the publishing company handles the distribution and they have the publisher's sales and marketing team behind them. They don't have the upfront costs self-published authors do, and so their profit margin can be higher. Now, KDP offers expanded distribution to bookstores and libraries for self-published paperbacks. In that case, the royalty rate is 40% of the book's list price minus printing costs, taxes, etc. Okay, moving on to number four, income. How much can you expect to earn from your books? Here are some statistics from Words Rated. The average self-published book sells 250 copies. That's assuming, of course, that it's well-written and compelling and that there's marketing behind it. The average self-published author makes $1,000 per year from their books. 33% of self-published authors make less than $500 per year. 90% of self-published books sell less than 100 copies. 20% of self-published authors report making no income at all from their books. But more than 1,000 self-published authors made $100,000 last year from Amazon. Now, of authors who have published their first book, 
in the last 10 years, 1,200 traditionally published authors have earned 25,000 and more per year, and 1,600 self-published authors have earned 25,000 and more a year. Now, as a traditionally published author, your books are more likely to be ordered in bulk from bookstores than bought one by one like they are in self-published books, and this could lead to more earnings. Now, many authors dream of making a full-time living from their books, and authors can make a full-time living if they have multiple books in the pipeline, if they have marketing behind them, and have an active and eager fan base. Annual income depends on multiple factors. It depends on how many books are sold. It depends on royalties, audience, etc. So, assuming you have a great book and an engaged and hungry audience, let's do some math. Let's say your book's retail price is $14.99 and you sell 6,000 copies. As a traditional author, you make 10%. So you'll earn $1.79 per book, which totals $10,740. If you self-publish, you'll earn, let's say, 60%. So that's $5.74 per book and $34,440 total. So self-published authors have the potential to earn more, but it all depends on how many books are sold. And that depends on audience size, marketing volume, and consistency, and ultimately the quality of your book. Bottom line, if you write a great book, your audience will find you and that will lead to sales. Now, one thing worth mentioning is creative control. As a self-published author, you have full creative reign over the entire process, which could be a good thing or a bad thing. Again, it's just like running a business, but you decide things like your cover art, when your book is published, how you market it, etc. With traditional publishing, there can be clashes of ideas about covers. There could be a battle of wills. They may want to change your title. You may hate the cover art. There's a sales and marketing team who are making a lot of creative decisions because they're focused on the bottom line. They're focused on sales. Okay, so Let's wrap this up. We talked about the pros and cons of self-publishing and traditionally publishing. We talked about number one, the barrier to entry. Self-publishing has the lowest barrier to entry and traditional publishing has a much higher barrier to entry. Traditional publishing requires more steps that take longer to master, researching agents, having a solid finished manuscript, writing a query, procuring an agent, and then waiting for a publisher to accept your manuscript, negotiate contracts, and all those longer, more complicated steps. Number two, costs. 
As a self-publisher, you're responsible for all the costs, including editing, cover design, production, marketing. Traditionally published authors have those costs covered, although they will usually invest in developing their craft and may even work with a developmental editor or book coach to get their manuscript ready for an agent. But they can generally focus solely on writing a great book. Number three, royalties. Self-published authors get higher royalties as high as 70%. As a traditional author, you get less royalties, significantly less royalties, but you're not paying for cover design, you're not paying for all the editing, and publishers do a lot of the back-end marketing. Number four, income potential. Self-published authors have the potential to make a great income, and so do published authors. It all depends on the genre of your book, the audience, sales, and ultimately the quality of your book. But the first goal always, whether you self-publish or go the traditional route, is to write a really great book. So there you have it. Four things to think about when deciding whether to self-publish or go the traditional route. There's a lot to consider with either option, so I hope this episode helps you decide which path to take, which path is best for you. I'll see you next week with a brand new episode. Until then, keep writing, and I'll talk to you soon.